right, and we are back with another episode, and this time I'm joined by Rod Black. How's it going? I'm doing really, really well. Really, really well. Thanks, Coach. Awesome. Um, all right, so for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about who you are and where you come from. Well, I'm a bit of a gypsy, uh, and you'll, it'll make sense when I tell you. Um, so I basically, I grew up in a rodeo family. My dad was an outrider chuck wagon racing uh, my grandma my grandpa uh barrel racing uh, my dad broke horses a whole the rodeo family so we traveled around a lot wherever the circuit went we went um and then eventually my dad kind of retired uh, went to saskatchewan bought a business and then i went to high school in china and saskatoon and i lived in edmonton for three years too i got a lot of family and stuff like that so awesome. um all over the map and then of course lived all over the united states texas florida nashville all over the place Perfect. And that's uh, it, man. And yeah, and it's a country music has been in my blood ever since I was a kid. That's perfect. And how is uh how's the quarantine? So you're in Langley right now. Yes. yes. Right. And uh how's how's quarantine been out there for you? It's been uh it's been a little crazy to be honest, because it, I think what's happening is um in the beginning everybody didn't everybody didn't really know what was going on. And I think everybody's starting to realize now that it's so important to follow the rules. I, you know, I wasn't very much for rules in school. <laughs> so it's funny that I say rules now, but for our own safety and stuff like that. So really, um, you know, for myself, I just go get groceries for my mom. Um, you know, my sister had a bit of a situation happen. Um, so we're, we were dealing with that. Um, and then, so I'm just catching up with friends. So I'm just kind of adapting with everything. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of people. It's, uh, it's a bit of a challenge for me. I'm just, uh, you know, fortunate to be around my family awesome and what what do you find has been your biggest struggle during all of this um i think uh, on the musical level um it's definitely uh not performing sure. that's the, that's the hard part um and because uh, i love to perform and and meet people along the way and all that kind of stuff but uh yeah again i just i look at the blessings and i'm just thankful that i got the family and i can think contact with my friends on the phone and catch up and stuff like that so i look at the positive in a in a dark situation if you will Absolutely. And is, would you say like the friends and family, that's kind of the one good thing you've taken from all this, maybe spending more time or. Yeah, definitely catching up. Um, you know, I talked to, I was, I've been in a band since I was, uh, well, I performed since when I was six, but then I had my own band when I was 13. And so I'm still best friends with the drummer. And um, from, you know, from 13 years old, not till last a while ago. And um, I, you know, we've been catching up and talking about old school memories and stuff like that. And so it kind of just spawned that into, you know, calling all my old buddies and catching up. So I'm kind of, like I said, I'm just kind of taking it, uh, advantage of it where I normally I'd be on the road or I'd be, you know, you know, wherever in Nashville, Texas, or here in Canada touring, but um, I wouldn't have as much time, I guess you could say, okay. because the time differences. And then also, you know, everybody's schedules are different, right? So it's really nice right now to really catch up. Perfect. It's important. All right, man. Yeah. So you've, you've shared the stage with artists such as like Dirk Bentley, Chris Young, Dallas Smith, Megan Patrick, and more um what is are you able to share one favorite memory that you may have from opening for these artists okay yeah you know what it's interesting you say that because i was talking about talking to a friend about this okay so we opened for dirks back in 2015 yeah. and that was pretty amazing for me because i thought dirks bentley from his show and even you know um seeing his previous shows uh, that he reminded me a lot like uh, garth brooks oh nice very you know thankful to be up there and just smiling all the time and i was so looking forward to this show so um, I just finished uh, my set, and so I'm walking around talking with some friends, and a friend of mine came up to me, and I could tell he was you know, a little down. Long story short, he'd had somebody um, uh, pass, 
basically in his family. And so I was having this heart to heart with him. Now we're at Riverfest and obviously there's people everywhere and I've got my buddy beside me and stuff. And I, and uh, he's kind of like not nudging me a bit. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm having this heart to heart. I go, what? And he goes, well, he just, Dirk just gave you a shout out. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And then I kept on conversation with my buddy because that was the focus. Right. That, you know, I was having a heart to heart. And after I, left my buddy came up to me and goes, well, was, thanks, man. He goes, because, you know, Dirk gave you a big shout out and you were still engaged in the conversation with me. And I'm like, well, yeah, because that's what mattered. So I'll never forget that moment. You know what I mean? Where normally I'd be like, wow, that's really cool. I'd be, you know, my band or whatever the case is. But in that moment, it was all about my friend going through something and I wanted to be there for him. So I'll never forget that moment. It was cool that Dirk gave the shout out. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about your newest single, Barely Getting By. Tell us yeah. tell us all about it and how it came together. Well, uh, we wrote this one, uh, Jeff Johnson and the boys from Hillside Outlaw, um, Louie and uh, Langley. Uh, we just had a songwriting session, and uh, Jeff said, you know, I got this idea for a song called Barely Getting By. And I'm like, wow. Now, keep in mind, this was written before COVID, because I was on my way on the walk-on uh, radio tour, and we were heading to the Junos. Okay. so this song was written well before that and so it's almost like it kind of fits a bit of what we're going through right now um but it wasn't planned that way that's for sure and we just put it together 15 20 minutes the song was written i laid down a rough vocal on it and then boom i hit i hit the road you know i, I went and hit the road so you know that's pretty much what that's about it's a relatable song i think and that's the messages that i'm getting um because we're all in this together we're finally in this world, we're all on the same playing field. If you look at it that way, absolutely, we all have that one thing in common, other than being a human. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So okay, perfect. Yeah. And uh, having co-writers and stuff, uh, what is your favorite thing about co-writing? I think what it is is that you know when you get excited when you uh, when you're writing a song by yourself and you get really excited, you know that you trust the person that you're going to or people that you're going to bring it to a producer or whatever to take it to the next level. And I think that's what's really exciting about it because uh, you're not by yourself. You're in the trenches with, with, with uh, a bunch of people, so to speak, right? Right. Okay, perfect. And uh, what would be the weirdest, most awkward way you've ever come up with a song? Well, a lot of my song ideas come from dreams. Okay. I have my phone right by my bedside. Yeah. And so I basically get up as fast when I get up and I just like, and just if the melody's in my head, I just record it really quick. And uh, that's how, that's pretty much what I do there. No, no matter what so time. For what? No matter what time it is, you if you, if you wake up and it's there, it's. I sleep four to five hours a night. Not, I'm not joking. I, I just I'm constantly up. Um, I'm up at probably. Well, I used to work in the stock market. Okay. So I had to be up. Yeah. Now before that job, I was in the construction for six years. So now, I'm up every morning anyway. That's right. So it's just internal clock, right? So um, yeah, my musician buddies don't like that too much because I'm like, hey, I got an idea for a song. Rod, I'm still sleeping, <laughs> you know, and it's 7 o'clock, you know. And, um, and so, but other than that, yeah. Okay, so. nice. And uh, so I noticed you had a lyric video up. Um, are we able to expect, like, a music video for this single? No, you know, um, we haven't really talked about that. We've got a new single coming around right around the corner here for the summertime and stuff like that. So I think we're kind of focusing on that. I, you know, it's really tough with the COVID, right? Um, and we did the acoustic performance. Uh, Ryan Stead, a very talented individual, and myself, we did an acoustic performance uh, a while back. 
But again, it's tough with COVID and we want to be respectful of the rules and all that kind of stuff. And right. So to go into a music video, you got to get everybody together and stuff like that, even though we do everything properly. For sure. Um, you know, we just felt that the lyric video would be good and then we'll see what, you know, see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. And then I noticed it's up I was to the record. <laughs> yeah. It's up to the record. It's up to them. That's fair. And I noticed, uh, so I'm looking at your stuff online. I noticed you had a bit of like a, a vlog kind of thing going on on your YouTube channel um, <clears throat> yeah. called Side of the Road. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what you're doing with that. Well, the whole idea with that is that, uh, so my dad and I, um, we used to drive around all the time in his truck and stuff, and we'd have those heart to hearts, right? And, but when I knew it was going to get really serious, he'd pull up to the side of the road. And it wouldn't matter if we were there for two hours, one hour, 15 minutes. Then I knew that this was going to be a serious, you know, father and son conversation, right? And so that was kind of what spawned that. And then I started thinking about where we're at in life and stuff like that. And I wanted to kind of tell a bit, maybe a bit about stories of myself, but also more on a relating factor that we're all in this together, right? Um, you know, life is precious. The last one um, I just I just posted today. Um, and talking about, you know, I flatlined when I was 19. So that changed my whole life, right? I was in a horrific car accident. There's no way I should survive that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of wanted to tell a little bit, you know, do a little storytelling because I'm a songwriter, a little bit of storytelling, but also, you know, hopefully inspire people that, you know, that are going through some tough times too, right? To awesome. really relish in those second chances, whether whatever that would be, right? Awesome. And really appreciate life in general. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, with the new single and obviously you, you have more new, new music coming out soon. What's next for you? Well, right now we're getting ready for the next single. Um, it's the summertime one. So we're pretty excited about this. And uh, this was written around the same time. Barely getting by was getting written too, which is kind of funny. So it's good yeah. to see these songs coming out. Yes. Um, and then depending on what happens with, uh, you know, the restrictions and all that kind of stuff, hopefully, get in a couple shows before because i know 2022 is where everybody's kind of gearing towards yes for the show so we're hoping a couple shows and get a couple ones and then uh you know and keep this uh keep it going and see what we can do right just i'm just wanting to just want to put out music right now that's right that's fair and, and be uh, safe doing it right? and, be do, and be safe doing it that's right yeah and so if restrictions don't really change can we are you going to hop on do more lives what's your plan with that kind of stuff yeah, we, we've been talking about that, um, especially with the, the new single, Lake Town, coming down the, uh, the pipeline. Um, probably I'll get back together with Stead and we'll just kind of go down by the lake and kind of maybe do a performance that way, right? As much as I love performing with the full band, I just want to be... Uh, and you have to respect everybody's schedules as well, too, right? Sure. Um, you know, and me, like I said, I had a thing happen with my sister, so I've got to be very careful, right? To, um, especially with COVID and all that kind of stuff, right? And so we don't want to see her go back in the hospital. So, um, you know, I'm trying to be the big brother and also be the, the son and, you know, be there for my mom and all that kind of stuff. So really, it'll be just probably just me and someone else for myself and the acoustic guitar. But uh, okay, we'll see. Awesome. But that's the point anyway, but things can change, right? Because, you know, we don't know every day's gift and we don't know what tomorrow brings. Yeah, where everyone's kind of just going with the flow at this point. It's- yeah. How are you? How are you holding up? Not too bad. I'm trying to keep busy. I mean, I do have a full-time job aside from this stuff. So Mm -hmm. that kind of keeps me busy a lot. And like, you know, when it comes to the video and interviews, I just, yeah, like you say, we take the restrictions into effect. And, you know, if we have to wear masks masks in certain areas, like 
we always follow that. But got to be respectful too, right? We have to be respectful too, right? We all have our, you know, um, agendas and not agendas, but things that we want to get on in life and all that kind of stuff like that. But we also have to be respectful too. That's right. And everybody's in the same boat right now, so it's not like it's always me. It's everybody's in the same boat. That's right. And everyone thinks differently about it. So I, I agree with the respect thing. I guess that's kind of what I was getting at. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's got there and I, I know that I just want to make sure that my family's taken care of and protected and I'm doing everything I possibly can as an individual. That's right. All the guys. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. All right, man. So for people who do not know, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. If you go to rodblackcountry.com, uh, that's pretty much everything there. All our socials are Rod Black Music. Um, so you can go on the Facebook, on the Instagram, and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, the side of the road. I've got that on our Rod Black Music. It's subscribed to uh, to our YouTube channel and all that kind of stuff. Awesome. And our music video. we got a new lyric video uh, dropping next week for uh, Lake Town. So we're pretty excited about that one. Love it. Because we're getting nice warm weather. And you guys are getting warm weather, too. We are. We had a couple nice days and then it's going to be cold for like this week. And then I think we're back to normal. Yeah, I know it's been a week and now we're this weekend and now the weekend you think it would be sunny. No, it's going to be raining. Yep. But you know, like I said, we just take it one day at a time, but let's, we got a bit of time here. Yeah. We're going to talk talk some hockey. Okay. I'm I'm in. Okay. I'm not hearing much about Cassian. Is he down? Or is he down for a couple of weeks or is he down for the, like the playoffs? Cause I'm hearing different things. That's a good question. I actually don't know. We need to know this because he is a major factor that we, we need. And I, I hope they keep Neil. I hope they do. Yeah. Um, and I am very, very impressed. Very impressed with, uh, 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 Jesse Pulvar, Pulvariardi. Yeah, that's it. Got Pulvari, it. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard off the top, but man, am I impressed with that guy? I, you know what? He's I. I'm not gonna lie. I used to not be a huge fan of him, but yeah. he, keeps, he keeps he keeps proving me wrong. He's impressive. He's impressive. And I'm telling you, um, uh, Drysaddle. Who does he remind you of? Messier, the young Messier. Yeah. Like, and he's bringing in, and I noticed this. He's bringing this out, in McDavid. That's McDavid right. never used to be so feisty. And he is out there. That Montreal little series there, that was impressive. I think we lost it on the last one, but yeah. Yeah. What? You got to show that though. You got to show that, Hey man, you know, I'm not going to put up with this. That's right. I'm going to fight back. Well, and that's Oilers were like back in the day, the dynasties, they were always still a tough team. Yeah. Talented, but very tough. Right. Well now, now I think they, they might have a little bit of a shot this year. Finally. So I think they do. I think they see some light there, and they're gonna they're gonna push for it. I think Smithy is going to uh, surprise a lot of people. I think so. I, I've always he liked did have fun last year, and I think that really bothered him. And then, of course, he got injured, and then, I mean, he's on fire. Like he's what thirty nine years old. Like, Something like holy cow! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just turned thirty nine. That's yeah. impressive. That's right. The condition. He's in. So I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty hopeful. Yeah, you know, we're building. There's a team being built here. I really rooted for Smith when he like when he played for Calgary and made it to the playoffs and did he did well I thought. Yeah. So it's yeah. uh, I was excited when he came here and then yeah last year happened I was like well, maybe not <laughs> right and then now I came with Arizona with Arizona and I started watching him and I kept on thinking Oilers need a goalie like that. That's right. They need that 
a workhorse in the back end, and his puck handling is absolutely phenomenal, and that makes a big difference. I used to play hockey. I used to was defense. Yep. Yeah. And I was a goon, too. Believe it or not, not that big, but, boy, I could scrap on the ice. That's for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, you're uh, – yeah, you're you're a big Oilers fan, right? Even though living in BC, you're always rooting for the Oilers. You said so. I, I, you know, I love the Canucks, and I'm you know I'll root for the Canucks. But I mean, you know, I, I grew up on skates pretty much, right? That and horses, pretty much. Right. And so, Oilers was the team, and I've stayed with them ever since I was a kid, right? You right. don't jump from, t- you, know, you know. So how come? So how come you chose the Oilers as your favorite team? Oh, it was it was an instant instant thing. Um, when I was a kid. Um, I remember uh, it was one of the first games I played and we were, Oh yeah, it was, that's what it was. It was rec hockey. And of course everybody had different kind of jerseys and all that kind of stuff. And you're just out there basically pond hockey in a sense. Right. Yeah. Um, and I saw the Oilers Jersey and I was young and I saw that and I'm like, well, I like that Jersey. That's really cool. And then I started, you know, Gretzky. And then all of a sudden the messies, you start getting older and you start really following these guys. That's and right. seeing the hard work that was how kind of how our family was you know tough cowboys and all that stuff and dad breaking horses and falling off a horse and getting back up and i was like i'm gonna root for a hockey team that's like that yeah and that's what i felt the oilers were like that they're just they're workhorses they've yeah. always been like that that's you right know? yeah i've always and everything's got that reputation anyway that's right very blue collar and i respect that because that's what i grew up in right so right yeah i've always always cheered for the home team i know back in 2001 i cheered for the colorado avalanche because it was Ray yep. Brooks last season so i cheered yep. for them they won the cup and i i enjoyed joe sackick peter forsberg oh yeah, that, yeah you know, of course yeah. all that crew yep. and uh then they won the cup so of course i jumped on that band you know jumped on that a little yeah. bit and then uh they all retired and all left so i was like back to the home team yeah you know and then i had uh, i'm a big sutter fan right so of course i uh when he went well when that when daryl went over to uh la yeah. i'm like i started watching la a lot that's yeah and, you know and brown i'm just like that i hope they keep that guy because that he, well. he and they have a very similar style. Have you noticed that? Yeah. The Oilers at Edmonton, they just have a very grit and just down in the trenches kind of. And I guess that's probably that'd be my second team for sure. For sure. Can I guess? But I, I gotta. I just like the. the I like LA. Awesome, love it. All right, man. Well, thanks for taking the time today. I. Oh, uh, thank you for taking time. Absolutely. Yeah. I know you're you're in your truck because you had a situation there. Yeah, I practically jumping in the truck and all that kind of stuff, and just wanted to yeah make sure that I didn't because uh, I want to respect your schedule as well. Right? Oh, so, absolutely. If anything comes yeah. up, it's not a big deal. But yeah, no, I appreciate you hopping on, and uh, yeah, no hopefully, problem, hopefully all is good on that end with that because you said there's a fire or something, right? Yeah, well, there was a huge fire of a bunch of complexes, and and of course, you know, in that perimeter and all the. Excuse me, all the uh, internet was knocked down and stuff. So all the Shaw trucks were driving around trying to fix everything up, right? And so, and sure. you know, especially it's even tougher now with COVID, right? Because everybody's not really leaving their places. That's right. right? So, so no, we'll see what that. happens. Yeah, okay. But you're I, coming to the show. I, when, when it's time to play, we'll be coming through for sure. We'll be coming through the prairies and we love Edmonton. So. Oh, perfect. I'll be there 100%. Hey, did you know, one thing on the others, did you know... Uh, Because you're going to the games. Do you remember a song called Ready to Roll? 
Yes, it's like, so. plane through a hurricane, open road, and I'm ready to roll. Yes, Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, that's my band. That's Jeff yeah. Black's there. Oh, yeah. man. okay, yeah. So, nice. I gotta share that story. I gotta share that story, okay? So, when I was with Island Records back in the day, um, I was with Island from probably 2007 2010. And so I toured all the United States. I was, and uh, but it was a country rock band, actually. Jeff Black's there. So anybody that looks this up will be like, "Wait a minute, how did it?" They got heavier because we were working with the Nickelback camp. We had Daniel there on drums and all that kind of stuff. Right? We had a really good team, yeah. chief net managing and stuff. But when we got the call, I mean, I was excited about the record deal, but there was something that happened on the same day. That my dad told me he was really sick, and uh, that's an emotional thing. So we go there right now. But what happened was. Shortly after that, we found out that Ready to Roll got picked up on the playlist. Now, I lived in Regina and went to see the Pats all the time. And I always remember Journey would come on or whatever, you know, that, that playlist that doesn't change. And I'm like, one day, I don't care about record deals. I don't care about touring the world. I don't care. I just want to see one of my songs on that playlist. And even if it's just WHL, I'd be happy. Yep. And so the Oilers used to skate on to that song. Detroit, um, if they would have won the cup, uh, it was looking like we would have we're supposed to go to Detroit to play because 2009, um, that, um, it came, was on the big, uh, you know, their big, um, memorial thing that, that Detroit had. Right. For 40 years or whatever. And then that was ready to roll. We had that Super Bowl played it for 2009, 2010 as a theme song. Crazy. Yeah. That's insane. So it's kind of funny. Yeah. That's my old band, Jeff Black's there. Yeah. So the Oilers, we have a good, uh, you know, and, uh, Rob Brown, I hung out with him and, uh, you know, Brett Sutter and stuff like that for his birthday and, uh, yeah. Brent. Um, so, you know, it's like, there's this, there's a ties to the Oilers and I just, it's, I'll never leave this team. That's... I'll never leave. This team. I don't care what I, I just, I believe in it. And I love the, the city of Edmonton. You know, I lived there for three years, right across from the West Edmonton mall. I'm just over in that area now. Miss Accordia hospital, those two towers. Yeah. That's where I used to live. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's yeah. Awesome, yeah. man. That's good crazy. memories and just good people. And I just, um, I just, I just love that city. I love that city. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's good. I've I've thought about moving to Calgary and stuff. A lot of my work is down there, but yeah. uh, I just it's it's tough to just leave home, you know. No, it is, you know, and I, and I love Calgary too. Don't get me wrong. Calgary is a very, it's a beautiful city. Yes. And I just about moved to Calgary because um, of a girl. Um, and I'm glad that didn't happen because that <laughs> kind of went south. But, but Edmonton just was something about, and I got a lot of family and friends there too, right? So that has a lot to do probably with the comfort of it. But I lived on White Ave. I used to busk on the streets, you know. Yeah. I met uh, Ian Asprey and Lenny Kravitz at the West Edmonton Mall. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. hung out with them. There's some good memories, you know. Absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, I used to. I worked three jobs at the West Edmonton Mall, so I was always there. So I knew that mall, the back of my hand, just oh, like yeah. the back of my hand. Yeah, you know, love so it. So I, wherever I go there, I go down walking by the ship and stuff, and just memory lane, right? But, Absolutely. Well, yeah. So. Well, you're other video- than that, my friend, did it cut out? It, yeah, your video is just your, uh, your name now. Uh, manager oh. was calling me. Sorry. Oh, all good. <laughs> See, you're that's all what this is, Cody. The manager is calling me, and he's like, he can wait. Yeah. <laughs> probably yeah. watching this right now. What? <laughs> Perfect. Well, hey, man, I'll let you get back to calling your manager, and I do hey, appreciate Cody, you taking the time, man. We're staying in touch. We're staying in touch, okay? Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna talk hockey and stuff like that. We got a big game coming up. Uh, don't like these days off, but somehow it seems to <laughs> work in their advantage. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll yeah. shoot you a message on uh, social media there, and then we can exchange. Behind the scenes, you let me know. I will that's find out. Because we need that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, okay, buddy. Okay. Peace. We'll talk soon. Be safe. You bet. Thanks for your time. You bet. Yep. Get back. Yep.